Hello, Patriots, and welcome to our fifth podcast. I have a special guest with me today. His name is Mario, and he's going to give us uh, a little different perspective um, for some things that a lot of us don't know because we were born in the United States. Um, just, just a lot of different views that most of us don't know. So I'm really excited to have Mario here with me. I'm excited for the information that he's going to give you guys, and I think that you'll find it beneficial. So Mario, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. I do appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. So the first question I have for you is, how long have you lived in the United States, and when did you receive your citizenship? I have been living in the United States for 39 years. Um, I received my citizenship when I was 18 years old to the by the grace of God and thanks to my mother. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So with that, what 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 did your parents sacrifice to get you and your family here legally and what did that process look like for you as a child and even into your teen years? Well, so in Honduras where we're from, um, they had to sacrifice a number of years without each other, without close contact. My father actually had to go away on freight forwarding ships for about 11 months at a time. So you can imagine, I would say probably about a good four to five years where they just barely saw each other, where he just barely saw his children. Um, they had to hold back and obviously restrain on spending due to savings because it is an expensive cost to come to the United States legally. Um, and so there was a certain requirements that they had to meet. What that looked like for me as a child um, obviously was, um, once we were here, my parents working two jobs, uh, me and my siblings had a, for the most part, raise ourselves. Uh, it wasn't easy. We were raised in Miami. Um, so you could just imagine, I don't think I need to go into all of that, but, um, we've all heard rumors of Miami and yes, for the most part, they are true. Um, I did learn from my role models and then the lack thereof. Right. So, um, it was a clear indication with some of the people that were down there, the person I did not want to become, right? Um, and then as a, once I turned 18 and I and I received my citizenship, again, my, my mother, she just would, would just stay on it. We would have to go to meetings. We would have to continue basically to hold our place in line. Uh, they needed to verify every year. I think it was about twice a year. We had to go to meetings. We had to go sit in line. I mean, worse than the DNV line, but we, we would have to sit there and we would just have to uh, do with the arduous task. Yeah. Okay. So knowing that now that you've given just a, just a brief history on what that was like, how do you feel about um, people who are coming here illegally? So I, I, I don't condone it. I don't agree with it. Um, legal immigration is wonderful. Having, having been able to be fortunate enough to, to legally migrate here. Illegal immigration, it, it just goes against everything that we as Americans, as America, and anybody who comes here legally stands for. Uh, I mean, just uh, imagine being in line for food, having people skip the line. How fair is it? Uh, and then having the government give them an amnesty, uh, it's just not right. I don't agree with it. Most of the Hispanics, for the most part, that I know are um, are conservative by nature, right? We work for what we for what we have, and we want to hold on to most of it. I mean, it's a pretty simple mindset. Um, 
So when we see that, when we see people skipping the line, uh, when we see people coming illegally, it, it does bother us a lot, a lot. And there's a lot of us out there, not just from Honduras, uh, but from several countries. I mean, Venezuela being one of the main ones right now with everything that they're having to deal with. Yeah, I can't imagine. I um, I think about that when I hear, you know, what's going on in the news today. I It has to almost be kind of like a slap in the face to all of you who went through the process the legal process and and gave up so much or your parents gave up so much to get their children here and now um we just have people coming across the borders and no yeah. big deal. <laughs> unfortunately so unfortunately. i know you mentioned to me that you voted for obama twice and yes <laughs> My question about that is what kind of change were you looking for from him? And then when did you realize that, that you were sold a bill, to, a bill of goods, basically that, you know, that that change wasn't going to happen. So in essence, what I wanted out of a president and I wasn't sure which side to lean on to, to be honest. Right. So but what I was looking for out of my president, um, was independence for our country from other countries. I wanted independence. I Everything I looked at and flipped upside down said made in China. But why can't we make things here? I mean, it's the greatest nation on earth. Why? I don't understand that. I mean, I don't really care for the cheap stuff. <laughs> I'd rather pay a little bit more in the taxes and deal with, with uh, the taxation of having to go through that hard time knowing that in the long run, it's much better for our country. I mean, that's, that's how I was taught. That's, that's what I've learned. Um, that being number one, independence from other countries, and number two, reining, reining back the spending. Why do we give so much money to other countries? Um, and, not other, and the United Nations and other countries don't pay their fair share. I mean, I'm by no means heavily into politics. I, I am learning as much as I can, but just a little bit I know, I assume everybody else knows what I know and, and understands it. So I still don't, I, I still don't get why. I mean, just look at our last stimulus bill. I, I don't, <laughs> I think we all know, I, I don't think I need to go into it, but yeah. Yeah. Transgender studies in Iran. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Um, and there's yeah, more thought behind that. Um, but I guess that's for a different day as far as some of that money coming back to our congressman. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, unfortunately I, I feel like it's, uh, one of those things where they, they put a, a hot topic on the, on the, uh, the stimulus. And so it's, it's in, encapsulated in this thing that says COVID-19 relief. Um, but then once you start digging into it, you realize that a good majority of that money is not even going to American citizens. It's going to other countries, which is just fabulous, especially yeah. for transgender studies, because, you know, we all know that that's very important. Yeah. I mean, to each their own, right? I mean, it's a free country. To each their own, as long as they're not endangering me or my family or, or your family, then by all means, go and do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, not I mean, not in another country. They have their own government. They they if their government can't provide for their own transgender studies, then they need to go ahead and and 
have elections and change their government. I mean, it's that simple. I know it's not easy, but it is it, it is that simple. And if then they need to migrate somewhere else if they can't have that. I agree. Hundred percent. Um, as far as the bill of goods, <laughs> when Obama's first two terms and he had all the power he needed. Remember one thing I remember that uh, they were touting on was uh, he repealed "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." If that's if you have everything you need to make the solid changes that are needed that this country needs, and that's that's the best you got out of it. And I could be wrong, but from what I remember and from what I recall, that was that was the big, you know, uh, that was the big driving force that year that everybody was standing on that he repealed it. And again, to each their own. Um, but yeah, you have all the power. Could have done a lot more. I agree wholeheartedly. And I still don't know why he received the Nobel Prize. <laughs> well, we're giving it to Black yeah. Lives Matter now, so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go. We'll move on. <laughs> so, what do you feel like your your patriotism for the United States stems from the most? I know that, I mean, you sent me a long email. I got to read a lot about you um, and about your, you know, what you've been through in life. But what do you think is like the main, the main point that makes you as patriotic as you are? Coming from a third world country, legally, and because I was here legally, all the opportunities that I've had for myself, all the opportunities that I am now able to provide for my children. Um, I mean, if that's not what every parent wants to just be able to provide better for their children than they have. I, I have been able to do that. I came from nothing. I was poor growing up, you know, especially, um, and just to be clear, my father had a sixth grade education in Honduras and bought himself, his wife and four children over here legally. Why can't anybody else do it? My father was no special than anybody else. So I, I don't have sympathy for that. By the way, I'm sorry, I just remembered that. Um, but um, coming here and growing up in Miami and learning the good and the bad and getting in trouble, right? Uh, I'm an open book. And so I wasn't an honest kid, uh, uh, not an honest kid, but just a mischief kid, let's say. I was always curious, right? Um, I got into trouble. I learned the hard way. It is what it is, right? He who does not sin cast the first stone. <laughs> but That's right. from there, I've learned and I've grown and I own my own company now. And I'm able to provide stuff for my children that I wasn't in the past that my parents couldn't provide for me and that I don't think would be possible in other countries like it is here. I think um, the biggest thing, in my opinion, is that there are so many citizens of the United States that were born here, that we've, we, we've never known anything else. Um, and so we're not able to compare that to being from somewhere else where the government is different and you don't have the freedom that you have in the United States. And I think that they take that for granted because they don't know any better. So I feel like that, I mean, that was a really big reason for me to bring you on our show because I think you can offer a different perspective. And I am truly grateful that you agreed to come on here because I think you gave some really awesome answers. And I think that our listeners are really going to enjoy what you had to say. I'm honored and thank you for having me. You're very welcome. 
All right, guys. Well, that wraps up our podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. As always, God bless you, and God bless America. <laughs>